Hi everyone, I hope you all are doing well this week. On this week's episode, I wanted to talk about the process of starting something new. Um, Not necessarily what you're starting, but just the process in general. Um, And I don't know if anybody else relates to this, but these days, anytime I have to start something that's not work or school related, it is so, so draining and I procrastinate on it um, because it kind of makes me anxious to try new things. Um, And also I feel like there's... It's such an ordeal to start something compared to once you already kind of have the ball rolling, not just like because you have the momentum of the work, but also because there's so many logistical things that come with starting something new and that can be like really, really overwhelming. So I just kind of wanted to talk about my sentiments surrounding that situation um, and provide a few takes on it. And um, I hope you all find something that resonates with you in today's episode. Um, So I think I have like a few theories on why things can feel really, really draining to start or why things can feel um, sort of difficult and we have that urge to procrastinate or push things away. And I think one of the main reasons is because everyone is already so inundated with things to do that additional work feels all the more draining, especially if it's not work or school related. Um, And the whole reason that I was inspired to make this episode is because I want to start my blog or I've kind of been in the process of doing that. And the fact that that's just another thing on my to-do list now um, and it's not like a, I don't know. I I mean, I guess I could just make that something that I choose to work on whenever I have free time. But also if I did that, I probably wouldn't ever work on it. Um, And so it's something that I do pencil in. And I think that maybe because it now is just like another source of work for me. It can feel really draining to start it, even though it's something that I'm super excited about and something that I am very passionate about. Um, And it's also just kind of overwhelming. Like I feel like when you're starting a new hobby or if it's something you don't have a lot of expertise in, for me, starting this blog is not something I have a lot of expertise in. Um, I'm having to learn a new platform or learn multiple new platforms. I'm trying to think about things in a design sense, um, just sort of artistically, Um, also just like logistically in terms of how I want users or viewers to be able to look at the blog. And I feel like all of that is also forcing me to learn new skills, which can be really intimidating. And I also just really, really, um, want to make sure that everything that I put out is good. And so I think that's kind of my second theory is that there's expectations of quality when it comes to things, not just from yourself, But also, I think socially, there's expectations of quality. And the reason for that is because now we live in a world where there's unlimited resources to make things look good and do things well. And when you don't, you know, use those resources, obviously, what you might put out is going to look of slightly less quality or slightly worse quality than, you know, someone else's product. And I guess the examples I'm thinking about in this sense is if you want to put out music, there's incredible platforms that you can use to edit your music or to make beats or to find people that are experienced in making beats and you can use their beats on your tracks or whatever and when it comes to making this blog there's unlimited websites that would allow me to use templates and have sort of people to help me I could also outsource and try to like hire someone or work with someone on this and so when you have this unlimited opportunity to access things um not like necessarily monetarily, like, because obviously that will always be, um, a constraint for many people, including myself. Like I'm not, I don't have, um, like a budget for this project. So I'm trying to do it all just by myself. But even then, like there's definitely people I could reach out to that would probably be able to help me with, with this stuff. And with the connectivity that we have in today's world, 
I think that there's a lot of expectations when it comes to quality of things because people will see what you put out and then just you know, think to themselves like, oh, I could have helped with this or I know someone that probably could have done this a little bit better had she asked. And so I feel like there's also that social expectation that everything that you have to put out or that you put out has to be of the highest quality, which is really great. And it's definitely what I like to embody. Like I like to be the best of myself in everything that I put out because if my name is going on something, I want to be proud of it. That being said, my best is not necessarily the best quality of an item. And so I think that's sort of where the there's a disconnect um, and where some of the pressure comes from. Um, but that being said, something that I've been thinking about a lot is um, this quote that essentially, I'm sure everyone's heard it, but perfection is the enemy of progress. And I so, so, so believe that because if you're focused on making every little detail perfect, you're never going to actually put your your whatever you're working on into execution. Like if I was focusing on every little picture that was in this blog, or if I was focusing on the layout of the blog, like I would never publish the blog. And, and I think I'm doing a little bit of that right now. Um, because of course I do to a certain extent still care about what it looks like, but just because something isn't perfect doesn't mean that it's not good. And just because something isn't perfect also doesn't mean that it's not functional. The point of my blog is to increase accessibility when it comes to recipes and when it comes to content. And it's a place for me to sort of post things that I'm really passionate about. And I will be able, even if it was just like a blank white web page with just words on a page, like, yes, that's not the most aesthetically pleasing, but it does hit every single one of those goals because it's accessible. Um, you know, it's, it's a place where I can post recipes and things that I'm inspired about. And it's a place that I can, you know, post content of any sort actually. So I think that I've been thinking about that a lot in terms of how far or how long you work on something before you're, you're ready to let it go. And I think that because of some of the things that I was talking about before, a lot of people have, like this habit of holding on to things until they're absolutely perfect before, you know, putting it out into the world. And I think that just limits you so much and it delays so much of what you could do. Um, and so here are like a few of my takes on the situation with my personal experience and trying to start this blog and things in the past as well. Um, and the first is that any step in the right direction counts, even if it's small, um, in starting the podcast, one of the first things that I did was just read a bunch of articles on how to start a podcast and the things that you should do. And um, one of the things that I read was you should have your content for like a couple weeks out planned out. Um, and I, I still live by that. I always have my next episode planned out before recording the one that's going up that week. And so I think little things like that, like in the beginning, things that you think may not even matter can really impact the way that your project goes or that your whatever you're working on goes from now on and you won't even realize it. Um, and I think that like it, it also doesn't matter how quickly you take things. I've been working on this blog very slowly. I had a few days where I had like a lot of momentum. I was really excited about it. And then I basically didn't touch it for the last week because I was kind of overwhelmed with school and hanging out with people. And I think that's okay because that doesn't mean that it's not necessarily going to get done. It just means that I'm taking a little bit of time to figure out when I'm passionate about it again and go back to that. And so um, I think that that's my take on, you know, the speed in which you do things. I mean, everyone says Rome wasn't built in a day and that's so true. It takes time to build to greatness and it also takes time to build to anything um, when you're starting from like literally ground zero. So um, that's kind of my take on that side of it. 
Um, Another thing that I sort of have been thinking about is the fact that things that are exciting or things that you're passionate about can become really draining when you add too many expectations on yourself or force yourself to do them. There's always time to rework in in the process. Like I understand that when you're in a work or school environment, that's not necessarily true. But I think when it comes to passion projects, like the whole point of it is that it's something that you're excited about and it's something that you're putting out there because you want to. And so if it becomes a chore, then it's kind of lost all of its meaning. And with creative spaces I think especially you always have the opportunity to tweak things like I could post a recipe tomorrow and then you know make one addition in two days from now and really really like that recipe and then just repost it like it's not going to matter people are going to be excited to see the new version regardless or at least I hope so if there's people reading this blog Mm, but I think sometimes you just need to put things out there and see how they're received and go from there. Um, And that's, that's kind of part of it too, is that like one of the best tools for learning is through failure. And I think everybody's experienced this in some capacity. And so if you're thinking about it in that way, the most effective way to figure out what you're doing or what you need to do more of is if you just put out your content and see what happens, even if it's scary, even if it's not well received, you know how to rework from there. And I think that that's something that's, you know, it's worth pursuing, um, even if it's, even if it's scary. Um, one of the reasons that I enjoy this podcast and I've stuck with it so long, um, longer than even some of the influencers I follow, they'll come out with a podcast post like 10 episodes and then, you know, they're they're just gone. Like they're, they aren't posting anymore and that's totally valid and totally fine. Um, but it's, it's kind of because I get to do what I want with it. And I've really stayed true to that. Like I know that this podcast started with the intention of being fitness and finance. And recently I've kind of been veering more and more off script from that. But the minute that I force myself to stick to those constraints, even when I don't want to, this no longer becomes fun for me. It becomes a chore and I don't want to be posting episodes anymore. And so like today's episode, I'm just sharing something that I'm sort of dealing with in my life. And, you know, I think it's, it's good lifestyle advice. It's good general advice. And it's good to hear. I think when you see someone else kind of struggle with something, you don't feel as alone. And so I hope that's what this episode is conveying, but I really think that it's important not to force yourself or put too many expectations on yourself when you're working on something that you're supposed to be passionate about, because that's when you make your passion a job. And that I think is what makes it not fun anymore to do. Um, And I think the last thing that I've sort of been thinking about in terms of all of this is the fact that you have so much time and like by you, I mean like generally like, like we have so much time to achieve all the things we want to achieve. When you come up with an idea, you are allowed to take any amount of time to do what you want with it. And I think that people really feel this urge to, once they think of something to like, you know, figure it out right away and put it out there into the world and like, just, just kind of make sure that they're taking up the space in the world that they want to be taking up. And what I have to say to that is just because someone may already have a way of doing something does not mean that your way is worth any less. Like I'm saying this because especially in, in the realm that I create content in, like there are probably thousands of focaccia recipes out there and focaccia is one of my favorite things to make and I came up with my own recipe and it's going to be something that's on my blog and just because my recipe is one of the other thousands out there doesn't mean that it does not have the capacity to be someone's favorite recipe. I choose different recipes 
for different reasons. I recently made these date walnut buns this past week and I made the filling myself, but I followed the recipe for the dough. And that has actually like, I just found it because I was, I was like on a deep search of trying to find a very specific recipe, couldn't find what I wanted. And then I ended up finding this and I was like, okay, maybe I can use the dough from this and then make my own filling and figure it out. And it literally is my favorite recipe for like any sort of bun I'm going to make in the future. It came out so, so beautifully. And it, it like required so much searching to find this one recipe. It wasn't one of the first things that came up. And so I think that there's no rush in creating things and you don't have to rush just because you're worried someone else is going to do it before you do it first, because there's always going to be someone that your idea is perfect for. And you just need to find that audience. And once you find them, you're sold. So like, I think that there's obviously so many things that I talked about in today's episode, but I think what's most important is that when something, when you're working on something that you're passionate about, don't force too many expectations on yourself and don't set necessarily a timeline. Like obviously you should have a goal of, you know, getting it out there at some point, but even if that takes you a year to even take the first step, like it's all, it's all little things that, you know, add up to make the big thing. And that's sort of how this podcast got started. And, um, I don't know. I I like, I really feel strongly about the fact that you shouldn't be forcing yourself to do things that you are passionate about. So, um, that was like the main takeaway from this episode, but I hope you all are having a great week and have a great rest of your week. And I will see you all next week for another episode. And because we're kind of going off script, I don't know if it's going to be fitness finance or just lifestyle in general, but I hope you all will be back to listen regardless. So 